0: everybody. Wednesday, June the 2nd, 2021. Welcome. Hi, this is Bob Bro. Welcome to the best old time radio podcast. And as you well know, on Wednesdays, we play an old time radio mystery. It might be a detective story. It might be a police procedural, but it's a mystery. And we've got a good one lined up for you today. So what you need to do is settle back Make yourself comfortable, maybe get yourself a little refreshment, get your feet up. Just let the cares of the day drift away because we are going to come right back at you with this week's old time radio mystery. for you got a treat for you today we are going to play an episode of the lineup it was originally broadcast on uh, February 27 1951 on CBS the lineup was a great noir type show lots of darkness and shadows and shady characters the uh, show later made it to television and on the TV show it was set in the city of San Francisco it had a different cast but it had the same feel. But in the radio version, it's just considered to take place in a great American city. Now, Blake Edwards was very instrumental in this show, and he wrote tonight's script. Blake Edwards, of course, went on to Pink Panther fame and became a, a famous film director. In this one tonight, we have Bill Johnstone, we have Wally Mayer, Ed Bagley, Jay Novello, Lou Krugman, William Conrad, Sam Edwards, Stacey Harris, Gene Bates, Jeffrey Silvers, and Hi Averback. The name of this one is the About Molly 7 case. And lineup always had very, very clever titles. So why don't you sit back and enjoy the lineup?
1: Ladies and gentlemen... In just a moment, we'll take you behind the scenes of a police headquarters in a great American city, where under the cold, glaring lights will pass before us the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. This is The Lineup.
2: Go down in the front, Mr. Polo. Yeah, sure. Excuse me. Yeah, here's a couple. Right here? Yeah. Here.
3: Got one of the men, huh? I may think I have so. Your attention, please.
4: You people out there on the other side of the wire in the audience room, may I have your attention, please? Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner as I call his name. (coughs) At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or identifications, call out the number. If you're sure or not too sure of the suspect, have him held. The officers who took your name will assist you. They're seated among you. Please be prompt with your questions or identifications. When the prisoners leave here, they are sent to the washroom and dressed back into their jail clothes. It makes it quite difficult to bring them back after they leave here. The questions I ask these suspects are merely to get a natural tone of voice. So do not pay too much attention to their answers as they often lie. Bring on the line. All right, over to this side of the stage, boys. Come on, keep it moving. Okay, now turn and face front. Look right out there to the audience. Hands to your sides. Now I don't want to tell you more than once, boys. Talk up so everybody can hear you. It's a long way to the back of... Hey, you. You with the cigarette. Me? Where'd you get the
5: cigarette?
6: I, 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 got, I got it, so what? Quine. I don't know. Where'd you get it, King? What, what, what do you want from me? Lousy cigarette. I'll, I'll throw it away.
4: Okay, throw it away. Just a lousy cigarette. I
1: don't know where he got it, Matt.
4: Well, it doesn't matter.
1: Ain't they supposed to smoke, Lieutenant?
4: No, All right, number one. Raymond Congrens. We're not piece. supposed to have anything on Take them. your hands out of your pockets, Ray. Okay. Where do you live, Ray. 766 South Floor. Where's that? What is it, a house, a hotel, or what? A house. I'll talk up, Ray. Okay. A house! The arresting officer said you were fighting. That's right, I was fighting. Well, who were you fighting with? A guy. A guy in an alley. You know, he was doing a little fighting, too, you know. Who was he? He's standing right behind me. Yeah, I, I don't know his name. I never saw him before. Uh, Number seven, James Link. Well, started the whole thing. you crazy. That's not the truth, Sergeant. I'll get to you, James. Okay, but the check's not telling are you. are that... calling a check. All right, now, all right. Cut it out, now. Uh, Move up against the wall and you. You keep your face, face shut, James. Okay. All right, now, what's your business, Ray? I'm a plumber, but I'm not working. How'd the fight start? Well, I was in a bar with a dame. A uh, girl. Uh, this guy, this guy... um. I hear me, he's got a foul mouth. What? I don't mind, but the dame, the, the, the girl don't like it. I can't blame her. I got a foul mouth. Yeah, 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 you. Fine. Uh, come on, come on, break it up. Don't really it the against the wall, go on, go on. Okay, okay. Now you stay put. And you, James, you open your mouth again? I'm sorry. You see what I mean? This guy starts things like that. Get him off, Quine. get him off.
3: Come on, move. Shut.
4: Sure. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. These things don't happen very often. Why, they're really bananas.
3: Yeah, okay, we get all, all kinds.
4: Number two, Clyde Helms, robbery. Where are you from, Clyde? Alabama. Where in Alabama? Morgan. How long you been in town, Clyde? About a week. Where you been staying? A hotel over on uh, Lincoln. Lincoln Boulevard. I know where that Jets. is. It's 2 4 to the in yeah. You have a car in the robbery? Yeah, but it wasn't mine. What kind? Chrysler. sedan? A coupe or what? four-door sedan. Wanted a smaller one, but it was the only one with the keys in. Any weapons? Yeah, 32 automatic. (coughs) Anybody arrested with you? No. Okay, number three, Dennis Haddock. Suspicion of murder. You still here, Greb? Yes, I'm still here. Just answer the questions, Haddock.
2: Lieutenant. Is that the man?
4: I think so. Where do you live?
6: Same place. Where is it? Carlton Towers, 85th and Carlton. What's your business? You kidding, Greb? What's your business, Haddock?
4: I play the stock market. That's him. I'm sure Any that's weapons? him. He, he was the, the one room? with the gun.
2: Not one. Sergeant Graham. Yes, lieutenant. Number three, hold for interrogation. Here he is,
4: Ben.
6: Oh, sit down, Attic. Okay. We want a statement, Haddock. Swell, who's going to give it to you? You're going to give it to us. I'll give you nothing. We got an identification, Haddock. A man saw you do the job. What job? I don't know what you're talking about. Our witness identified you in the line. Nuts. We've already got
4: his statement. He identified you as the killer. Nuts.
2: He'll go on the stand and he'll point you out. First degree. First degree. You know what the sentence is? I hate to disappoint you. The witness boy. was in the park. He saw you tailing
6: Krug. I told you, I wasn't tailing nobody. You were picked up on the other side of the park. So I was picked up on the other side
4: of the park. I was walking. So what? You kidding? You kidding? Why, you killed Krug, not ten feet from the witness. I didn't
2: kill nobody. Now, look, The witness could... saw it. Saw your knife Krug. Eyewitness. I
6: didn't kill nobody.
4: You put a knife in Leon Krug.
6: Uh, no, I don't get it. You really think you're going to beat this? Look, if I didn't kill anybody, why shouldn't I beat this? Who paid you to kill Krug? Oh, how many times do I got to tell you? wanted it him knocked off, huh? I'm getting a little tired of this, boy. We know who you work for, Haddock. We know Krug was marked. Oh, now, really? We know
4: the whole setup. Wood's been around for a long time. So you
6: know it. What do you want me to do, congratulate you? You work for Jack Stefano. I work for nobody. You guys are really getting pretty dull. Stefano's got
2: orders out. Every guy who might give him trouble is supposed to be taken care of. You've been reading too many books.
6: Crud was
4: the first. If you think we're going to let a gang walk us... I miss... don't
6: think anything. Except maybe you guys are a little rum We want Stefano, Haddock. Go get him. And you're going to help us put him away. Oh, now that's a real bright one, Guthrie. I'm going to put Stefano away. Yeah, you're
4: going to put him away. Yeah. Your knife, Krug. Oh, now, listen, the job, and Stefano Page. Look, no, look,
6: fellas, please, will you? Forget it, honey. Huh? You're not going to get anywhere with me. Now, uh, listen, Don't Haddock. Don't you get rough with me, Kripp. Take it easy, man.
2: Wine. Yeah, man? Take him down. Let's go, Haddock.
6: Sure.
4: We got you, and we're going to get Stefano. Okay. With course. or without you, we're going to get him.
6: Swell. You ready, copper? Who are you talking to, punk? To you, Copper. To you. Get him out, Quine. Sure. Oh, brother.
2: Talk about golf. Yeah. He really thinks that organization. <laughs> hey. It's
1: okay. He tripped. <laughs> Look, Quine. I mean it. He tripped.
6: Didn't you? Yeah.
2: Get him downstairs. Come on.
6: Okay. Okay. Oh, you hurt your ankle, huh? Makes a difference. I ask you a question. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it.
1: He tripped. Sure.
2: Well, this whole thing is liable to get pretty serious.
4: Yeah, I know it.
2: Stefano's out to take over the syndicate. He's got a big organization now.
4: And yeah, more than one guy like Haddock.
2: And Haddock's no dummy. That's why he's gonna be hard to crack. He's sure Stefano can spring him. Can he, Ben? Not as long as we got a witness. So let's put a couple of men on that witness just to play it safe, huh?
4: Yeah. You coming to dinner tonight? Sure. Molly said about seven. Oh, uh, don't let me forget. I gotta stop and pick up a quart of ice cream.
2: Who's with Polo? I put McCarthy and Waldron with him. Quine and I should take over in the
4: morning. Going down with me tomorrow? Down where? The Red Cross, I told you. Give him some blood. Oh, yeah. Well, it'll have to
2: be in the afternoon around 2. Fine. Oh, here's the market. Yeah. Give me a pack of cigarettes, will you? Right. I'll see what's going on.
4: Okay, I'll just be a minute.
2: All right, take your time.
3: 87, 415 at the corner of and Vista. 73 and 77,
6: Coast Hi, 6.
2: mister. Well, hello, son.
6: Are you a policeman?
2: That's right.
6: Where's your uniform?
2: Well, I don't wear one. I'm a detective.
6: I'm a cowboy.
2: You sure are. That's a pretty dandy outfit.
6: I'm a Hoppy Ranger.
2: Yeah? What's your name?
6: Jamie Martin Fisher. I got a gun. I could shoot you.
2: (laughs) Now, you wouldn't want to shoot me.
3: Sure I would.
4: Oh! Oh, You got me. You need some help, Lieutenant? Oh, better put out an APB
2: for a dangerous cowboy. I'm dying, Sergeant. I'll
4: shoot you too.
2: If I give you a nickel, will
4: you let me go, huh? Sure. Gimme. Forty-three. There you are. Forfeited. Okay, I won't Stop shoot. You. <laughs> you see, you got to know how to oh, handle these situations. Six, Come on, Lieutenant. I'd better get you to a hospital. So long, Jamie.
6: Thanks for the nickel. So long, cowboy.
4: He's a
2: Hoppy Ranger. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Attention, all units. Hey, all units in area. Here's Q. something we in that area. ...993 West Orange, ambulance on the way. All units in what? area Q...
4: That's just a couple of blocks. You'll take it? 3
2: 993 Orange, West Orange. On yeah. The way. That's where Mr. Polo lives, our witness. All right, right. let
4: us let us through, please. Let us through. Up there, the second floor up there, somebody's hurt. Now, who are you? The landlord. It's my building. There's been a shooting. Come on, man. The second
3: floor.
2: Second. Waldron.
1: <laughs> Shotgun went up. Open the door. Shotgun. I think McCarthy got it bad. Second floor. Go on. Stay with him, man crawl down. I tried to get to a phone. <laughs> McCarthy. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Mac. Oh, uh, pull over there. Okay.
2: Take it easy. Take it easy. Ambulance is on the way. Just walked in.
1: Some guy with a shotgun.
2: My face. Take it easy. Yeah. Did you know him?
1: Uh, lights were out. No. Bang. Yeah. Well. What? Who?
2: I've got a headache, Mac. Bring up my office. I'll be over as soon as I see the chief. Right. Hello, oh, Charlie.
1: Hello, Ben.
2: We were the first ones over there, Charlie. A couple of blocks away when we got the call. Waldron may pull through. What have you got? Nothing more than you have. Waldron didn't see the guy, neither did McCarthy. Came home with Polo. Polo opened the door, when they stepped in, blam, both barrels. Kill Polo instantly. McCarthy got it in the face, Waldron in the chest. Waldron crawled to the first floor. Keller got out the window. Well, with Polo dead, we will never be able to hold Haddock. Or get anything on Stefano. Stefano will spring Haddock as soon as the news breaks about our witness. He'll probably make him stay in a couple of days just to make it look good.
5: Yeah.
2: I'm going to release Haddock. Right away? Yeah. What would you do if you were Haddock? You didn't know the witness against you'd been killed. What would you do if he were suddenly released? I'd think one Lieutenant Guthrie was a little crazy. Where would you go? Not to Stefano. I would figure maybe you wanted to tail me. What if you were Haddock and I told you Stefano was going to kill you because you were the only man who could send him to prison? Oh, now, wait a minute, The witness ben. is dead. A good cop is dead. Haddock isn't going to crack, you know He'll that. You'll never fall for it, Ben. Wouldn't you? If when you get out on the street, somebody picked you up and took you for a ride? What are you talking about? Nobody's going to get hurt. Are you crazy? Well, he might talk. And you're a police officer. Then you tell me how to get Stefano. Well, that isn't the way. One way or another, you're going to have to release Haddock. You know he killed Krug, but you have to release him, and there's nothing you can do about it. You think I like it that way? No. When Haddock finds out that the only witness against him is lying down on the morgue, he'll never talk. Then we'll get Stefano another way. Have you got the man who killed Polo and McCarthy? No. Have you got one little lead? No, but you're a police officer, Ben. Charlie, we've got to work fast. Stefano's got an organization of killers. But a stunt like this... Well, it might work. We've got to stop Stefano. Okay. Go on. Get out of here. I'll need three-way communication. Two command cars. Can you get me a waiver from the inspector for two command cars? All right. Take it easy on the equipment. Thanks, Charlie.
6: I told you, don't, don't you
2: guys ever get tired. Take him downstairs and turn him loose, Matt. What?
4: Turn him loose? That's
2: right, Matt. Turn him loose. <sighs> right.
6: Well, let's go, Haddock. I've been sprung. I'm springing him. You? What is this?
4: You heard the lieutenant. Now, let's now, go. Now, wait a
6: minute. Wait a minute. I don't get it. You don't have to. You can take a
2: walk. I'm not holding you. Oh, come on. Somebody got a writ or something? No writ, no something. I want you out on the street, Haddock.
6: Okay, but I don't get it. You will. Let's go. Now, wait a minute. What is it, Guthrie? How come?
2: The word's out, Haddock. Stefano's afraid you'll talk. You're crazy. Look, you tell us about Stefano. We'll see you get
6: protection. (laughs) Oh, that's it. You don't squeeze me, Guthrie. You don't squeeze me a bit. Pretty weak try. Take him down and check him out, man. Sure, take me down and check me out. You don't fool me a bit, Guthrie. Come on, punk. Pretty bad, Guthrie. Move it. Ah, you don't think I... Move! Oh, Yellow, Lieutenant.
2: Asher, get Quine and meet me in the garage right away. here it is. In five minutes, Haddock will walk out on the street. Uh, He's never seen you before, has he, Asher? No. Okay, I want you to follow him. Let him know you're following him. Okay. Quine? Yeah? You're in a command car. A prowl car each spot. Take the command car and follow about half a block away. Right. Matt and I'll be in the other car. We'll stay away out of sight. And you keep us notified on Haddock's movements. Well, if you're being so careful, why let him spot me? I hope he thinks you're one of Stefano's men. I want to scare him right out of his socks. You just want me to keep tailing him, huh? That's right. Until you've got him good and worried. Then pick him up, throw a gun on him. You're supposed to be one of Stefano's boys, you understand? Oh. Walk him to a quiet spot, scare him all the way. Make it look like you're going to kill him. The three of us will bust in at the right time. Okay, Ben. Now look, Haddock's pretty smart. He's not going to fall for anything unless it looks awful good. Okay, we'll make it look good. We'll get rough. All right, we'll put on a good fight, so take care of yourself. Think it'll work? I don't know. You got three minutes. Get going.
1: I'm at the signal at the corner of 81st and Lincoln. Haddock's going north. I think he spotted
2: Asher. Uh, turn here, man. We'll stay in the next block, running parallel. Left?
5: Yeah. He
1: turned up 84th, walking pretty
2: fast. He spotted Asher, all right. Turn up 83rd. Right?
1: He's stopping and look in a window, Ben. 300 block. Uh, Asher stopped, too. Haddock can't miss it. Knows he's got a tail.
2: Well, he's leaving the window. He's gonna grab a cab. Follow him. If Asher doesn't get a cab, we'll pick him up and follow you. Right. Want me to swing over on 84th? No, hold it. Stop here. He got his cab. Heading north on 84th. It's okay. Asher got another cab.
1: stopping. Haddock's getting out. Asher's out, too. Haddock's going into the Carlton Towers, 85th and Carlton.
2: Asher followed him in. Park someplace. We'll pick you up. Right. Let's go over, Matt.
4: Carlton Towers. That's where Haddock lives.
2: Eleven thirty. 30 maybe Haddock isn't going to come out. Maybe he's just going to lock
1: himself in and have I mean, his. There he is.
4: There's Asher. Oh, look at that pickup. Look at Haddock.
1: Yeah, nearly fainted.
2: All right, let's go. We'll stay on this side of the street. Keep back far enough.
4: Haddock isn't going to spot us, Ben. He isn't looking around for anything. He thinks he's taking his last walk. Yeah, up Carlton, right for the river. Funny if a patrolman spotted it, asked them what they were doing. Hilarious.
2: Crowd sending out. Take the other side of the street, Quine. Okay. You better drop back, man. Sure, sure. Now, stay next to the building. Stay out of sight until we get close enough. I'll give you the word. Okay. Wait a minute,
6: will you? Look, I just talked to Stefano. Shut up. Walk to the edge of the dock. Now, wait. I don't get it. Stefano said Barney got the witness. What do you want me for? Move. Look, I didn't tell him anything. I'm not going to my mom to think I'm crazy told you move no, no, no wait no, no wait a minute will you please turn and face the water no 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 please don't. drop the gun come here get him hurry up where
5: are you yes. up come on get him come on oh, take him take him dirty no good.
6: Yes. got there he was gonna kill me yeah I know Stand back. There. we tailed you Haddock that rat Stefano that dirty stinking rat
2: want to tell us about it
6: yeah Yeah, what do you want to know?
4: do you think you're kidding, copper? You can't haul me in like this. Oh, you're wrong, Stefano. You're going to be in for a long time. I'll be out of here
2: in an hour. I hate
1: to tell you, but your boy Haddock spilled his guts all over the precinct. I don't know no Haddock. He
2: ain't no boy of mine. He signed a sworn statement, but you're going to get life for sure. You're nuts. Maybe you'd like to see him.
4: Sure, I'll see him. Ben, we got Stefano. Oh, bring him in.
6: Go ahead. How do you like it, Stefano? Shut up, Haddock. I've done all my talking. Sure, I'll shut up, but they're going to put you away for a long time, Stefan. Why, you dirty... Try to get me knocked off, huh? Some send two-bed hood to... What are you talking about? I didn't send nobody. You're a filthy liar. Now you're going to get you Shut up. How do you like it, huh? How do you like it? Ben? Oh, come on in, Asher. Hey. Hey, him. Hello, Haddock. Hey,
2: what... Hey, what is this? You two haven't met, have you? Dennis Haddock, Sergeant
6: Asher. So, Sergeant? But he's the guy... Stefano, I, I thought he was one of your boys. You stupid idiot, you've been had. I've been framed. This is a dirty, no good Why thing. You stupid. Get away,
4: get him away from Ready. me.
2: Break it up there now, break it up. Get him away. get over there, Haddock, and shut up.
4: Keep him off of me. Now fix that stupid little... Shut up, Stefano. Don't yell at me, Griff. Shut up and sit down. You don't tell me to do nothing, copper. You don't shove me around and tell me to do nothing. <laughs> That's... That's for two good cops, Stefano. (laughs)
1: The lineup, where before you pass the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. Listen again next week when we again bring you the lineup.
4: May I have your attention, please? You people out there on the other side of the wire in the audience room, may I have your attention, please? Thank you. My name is Greb, Sergeant Matt Greb. I'll explain the lineup to you. Each of the suspects you will see will be numbered. I'll call off a number, their name, and charge. If you have any questions or identifications, please remember the number assigned to the prisoner as I call his name. At the end of each line, when I ask for questions or identifications, call out the number. If you're sure enough,
1: please. the lineup, starring Bill Johnstone as Lieutenant Ben Guthrie and Wally Mayer as Sergeant Matt Greb is written by Blake Edwards, with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Featured in tonight's cast were Ed Begley, Jay Novello, Lou Krugman, Bill Conrad, Sam Edwards, Stacey Harris, Gene Bates, Jeffrey Silvers, and High Averback. The lineup is produced and directed by Jaime Del Valle. <laughs> Dan Coverly speaking. This is CBS, The Star's Address, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
0: That was the lineup. And that one was first broadcast on February 27, 1951 on CBS. What we just heard was the um, copy that was sent to the Armed Forces Radio Network. That was uh, William Conrad who came in there at the end as Stefano. And of course, that was one of the, um, the things that was said about Conrad uh, is that he was so good at playing a heavy or a bad guy. And there's a typical example there, 1951. Uh, that was the Molly About Seven case. And can anyone tell me where that title came from in that story? The Molly About Seven case. I don't, I really don't know where that title came from. But anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a good title. Uh, it was it kind of interesting showing how the cops there could uh, not twist the law. Actually, I think what I believe the way he fed false information to a suspect, I, I believe that's legal. At least it's legal today. The captain wasn't crazy to go along with it, but it worked. Good episode, and we'll have more lineups in the weeks ahead. folks that is going to kick things in the head for Tuesday no Wednesday this is Wednesday Wednesday June the 2nd 2021 and we'll be back tomorrow with our old-time radio western so you be sure to be here we're going to go out tonight with a couple songs from 1951 these were both big bestsellers the first one is by Hoagy Carmichael who I liked a lot I remember him in movies uh, he would always play a guy off to the side playing the piano. <laughs> it was just a way, I guess, of getting his music in the movies. Well, the song that we're going to hear was uh, from a movie entitled uh, The Las Vegas Store. It was uh, produced, I guess, and directed by Howard Hughes. I don't know if it was directed by Howard Hughes. So I'll have to look that up. But it's produced by Howard Hughes, Star Jane Russell, when she was... Uh, the full-figured girl back there in 1950. And uh, Hoagy Carmichael was hired, indeed, to play the piano off to the side. And he wrote this song that they used, I believe, over the closing credits. Now, he didn't write the lyrics. Uh, Hughes appointed somebody to write the lyrics with uh, Carmichael's approval. But anyway, it's a pretty good song. Then we're going to follow that up with a song by Tennessee Ernie Ford that is all about shooting rabbits squirrels and doves that's right shooting i'm talking about with a shotgun shooting rabbits squirrels and doves that's the subject of a song by tennessee ernie ford that was one of his biggest hits and uh this particular hit was in 1951 all right everybody this is bob bro so glad you stopped by and i am so glad you met me
5: my fingertips and my heart is aglow you've been to kiss my lips and i can't let you go
3: maybe i should resist i'm a fool i know
5: but at a time like this my resistance Your eyes have magic They seem to say Come closer, come closer My darling, come closer But somehow I can't break away Can't
3: you see that I want to be adored More than you'll ever know
5: board with a capital O. So don't be persistent, please keep your distance, you know my resistance is low. Don't be persistent, please keep your distance, you know my resistance is low. And somehow I can't break away.
3: Can't you see that I long to be adored more than you'll ever know?
5: I'm going overboard with a capital O. So don't be
3: persistent. Please keep your distance. You know my resistance.
5: Lose that persistence Please keep your distance You know my resistance
3: is low My resistance is low My
5: resistance is low
0: By the way, I just might mention I looked everywhere trying to find out who the female singer on that was. I'm afraid I was too young back in 51. I don't remember. I can't identify that voice. And I could find it nowhere. I don't think it was Jane Russell, but who knows? Here's Tennessee Ernie.
3: There it stands in the corner where the barrels are straight. I looked out the window and over the gate. The big fat rabbits are jumping in the grass. Wait till they hear my old shotgun blast. Shotgun boogie. I done saw your track. Look out, Mr. Rabbit, when I cock my hammer back Well, over on the ridge is a scaly bark Hickory nuts are big, you can see them in the dark The big fat squirrels, they scratch and they fight I'll be on that ridge before daylight With the shotgun boogie All I need is one shot Look out, Bushy Tail, tonight you'll be in the park Met a pretty gal, she was tall and thin I asked her what she had, she said a Fox 410 I looked her up and down, said boy this is love So we headed for the brush to shoot a big fat dove Shotgun boogie, boy the feathers flew Look out Mr. Dove when she draws a bead on you I sat down on a log, took her on my lap, she said, wait a minute, bud, you got to see my pap, he's got a 16-gauge choked down like a rifle, he don't like a man that's a gonna trifle. Shotgun boogie, draws a beat so fine, look out, big boy, he's loaded all the time. Called on her pap like a gentleman order. He said, no brush hunter's gonna get my daughter He cocked back the hammer right on the spot When the gun went off, I outrun the shot Shotgun boogie I wanted wedding bells I'll be back, little gal, when your pappy runs out of shit